Listen now for the word of the Lord. In what that region where there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over the flock by night, then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger, and child... Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. Then the angel had left them and gone into heaven. The shepherds said to, said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the ch child laying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told of them about his ch this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorified and praising God for all they heard had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. Didn't Rory do an awesome job? It is no easy thing to stand up in front of a group of people and do something like that. That's why we let the kids handle it on Christmas Eve. Oh, my friends, it is Christmas Eve. It is one of the most special days of the year. Let's pray together, and we will study the Word. Gracious God, we thank you for this incredibly good opportunity. Help us do something extraordinary with it. In your name we pray. Amen. Congratulations, it's a girl. That's the title I really wanted to go with tonight for our Christmas Eve service, because when I started thinking about preaching on Christmas Eve again, I was thinking, how could I preach the Christmas message in an all-new, never-been-done-before sort of way? And my plan was that I would go through the whole Christmas story, and I'd get to the end of it and be like, guess what? It's a girl! <laughs> and then the next morning, I'd wake up and I would be fired, um, because we know that that is not anywhere close to accurate, and that is not what is in the Bible, and no matter how much we sometimes wish that we could change the Bible to kind of fit what we want to do, that is a no-go. And so tonight, I'm left with a message that's over 2,000 years old, and it's a message about showing up. It all started when the angel of the Lord showed up in Mary's home to announce that she would be the mother of the Son of God, the Savior of the world. And then, then the angel went and showed up to Joseph, scared the living daylights out of this poor guy. He recovered, he remained faithful both to Mary and to God. 
And then we have Mary and Joseph, and they show up at the innkeeper's place in Bethlehem so that they could be counted for the census. The next thing that the Gospel of Luke shares is that in that region, there were shepherds who were living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then the angel of the Lord showed up and stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel of the Lord said to them, do not be afraid, for I am bringing you good news of great joy for all of the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord, and this will be the sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. So the angel now shows up in the fields with the shepherds. And notice how everybody had just been out there minding their own business, doing their own thing. Nobody was bugging anybody else. And God just keeps showing up. Every time you turn around in the Gospels, God just keeps showing up. And I mean, for for this group of people, this was an extraordinary thing because they'd heard talk about this, this God and how at one time God had been really involved and present in the lives of the people, but that was centuries ago. They have gone 400 years at this point with no sign of the presence of God. But now, now God's just appearing all over the place. And though stunned and surprised and maybe even afraid at first, the people start to respond. And that response leads them to great joy. When the angels had left them and and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go. Let's go right now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. They showed up. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child, and everyone who heard it was amazed. But Mary treasured all of these words and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. So the shepherds show up. They dropped what they were doing. Have you ever wondered how that worked out for the sheep? Did they come with? Were there like herds of sheep outside the manger? What did that look like? But they showed up. And in the midst of everybody else showing up in the Christmas story, Jesus came into the world. God showed up in the most humble, approachable, gentle, loving way possible. And we've seen that. We've seen that in our church. When we did the, the kids' pageant a couple weeks ago, that was crazy. There were 80-some people in the front of the sanctuary reenacting that scene. And every one of them at the end said, Declan was amazing. Well, Declan's nine months old, and he was Jesus. And he's the one that captivated everybody in a sea of chaos. Jesus. Jesus is the center of all of this showing up. 
In Jesus, God shows up in a way that we can, we can touch and see and understand. And, and why? Why did God even bother? What did we do that was so special to deserve God showing up with us? That is the craziest part of this whole thing. We didn't do anything. And in fact, we did less than anything. If anything at all, we did nothing. And that nothing was not remotely helpful or faithful. And yet, God showed up anyway. Why? Why? Well, the best answer, the only answer, is that God so loved the world, so loved each one of us, that he came in wanting to disrupt us from our complacency, because remember, everybody's out there minding their own business, but disrupt us from our complacency and our sin and our pain, and he did something that was so life-changing that we're all still talking about it two millennia later. We need to think about that for a second. Your pastor, the one who was seriously considering changing the whole story around so that it would be more interesting, was trying to change an event that was so compelling that centuries upon centuries upon centuries of people all over the world are still talking about that very day. And that event was that God showed up. He became present. Such an ordinary thing. Made extraordinary. Darkness turned into joy all because he simply showed up. So how are we going to get in on that action? That's, that's why you're here tonight, isn't it? Because you have this sense that there's something, something holy, something joyful that's about to happen. And so, so you showed up. Now what? What are you supposed to do now? How do we, how do we catch this presence, this peace, this joy of God? Well, it started when you made the decision to show up tonight. Now, you have to be ready to receive it. Take a look. You ever have a paper out? I helped a guy once. Okay. Well, tuck it like you would throw a paper. When your arm gets here, just let go. Just let go. It's that easy. How do I catch it? Just stand there and stick your glove out in the air. I'll take care of it. About time, Benny. My claws are going out of style. There they are, Squints. Shut up. Told you, Benny. Smalls, throw it second. Okay.
Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see one of the longest traditional American pastimes that has been played over and over and over again for years and years? Did, did you see the kid who took that risk and just showed up even though he was afraid? Did you see the judgment and, and the doubt of everybody else on that field? Did you see the grace? And, and the love that was unearned and unnecessary poured out on somebody who didn't particularly deserve it? Did you see the hope against hope that it was all going to work out? Did you see the look of joy on a young man's face when that ball finally reached his glove? Did you see the shock of amazement on the faces of everyone else when the impossible became possible, that's Christmas. That's Christmas. That's why the Christmas story never gets old. Why it never needs a surprising twist at the end. All of it happened because everyone showed up. And in the midst of everyone, all of us showing up, God showed up. The word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Tonight, tomorrow, all you have to do, all you have to do is show up and ready your heart to receive the presence of God. And he will, he will fill you with hope, peace, joy, and love. No surprise ending. Let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you for this night. And we thank you for a story that gets told year after year after year that never changes because it is perfect the way that it is. We thank you for the hope that it has given to so many. And we pray for those who are in need of that hope tonight. In your name we pray. Amen.